episode of Speakers of Eidlin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omega Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circa Barakil, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Azuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstotter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikta Robintow, Sapa Chakwatul, Edwin, Arcadia Lunashine, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grino, Elenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelist, Mira Miri, Suno Shikano, Celesto Nottrell, Lazy Boy, A Wild Sarah, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Stormarrow, Tex, Kai Lin, AJ Brainswordson, Anathos Moonscar, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, Sipop, Spencer Christmas, Noi Fafnir, Chesha Saltiri, Celine Deloon, Wubsta Wolf, Face on Masher, and Severa. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, Aorcians. Welcome to Speakers of Idol in episode 200 and... No, 320. I'm Lukeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Wiston, May Lavanadar, and Rollo Des. Hello. Hello. Uh, it is October 8th, 2022, and we are just coming off the 14-hour stream. It has ended... It ended like an hour ago or two, I think, when we started this About episode. About two hours ago now. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about that today. That's the main topic. So make sure uh, you're ready for that. <laughs> make sure yeah. you're ready for that because we're going to talk about it. Um, ready. Um, there, that's, that's it. That's our main uh, story. Um, I don't think we have time for Mogmail either. We're just going to talk about the 14-hour the stream. Uh, stay tuned for the post-show. We have a whopping two questions from the syndicate that we will answer. Um, and... Um, I'll just mention again that Spooktober is underway, so um, on our channel you'll see spooky games throughout it's the month. Spookiest it's ever been I've in been terms so of issues. <laughs> yeah. Terrified. Yeah. Mela does have a point. The spookiest part about Spooktober is all the issues that we, we've uh, been experiencing. Uh, it turns out I'm getting punished for having... Uh, a modern computer, uh, essentially. 10th gen CPUs, Intel CPUs, don't work well with older games. So, And by older games, we're talking about games from, like, 2019. <laughs> yeah, games that were supported no. by the previous generation, so, like, Gen 9. Um, so, um, yeah, we've had some issues with that, but uh, we, I think we might have had a permanent solution due to what we did last mm -hmm. time. So hopefully that will be... Uh... That was ominous. <laughs> well, we found some stuff that we had to do. This game, for, well, uh, for a minimum. We'll see what happens for this. Yeah, well, that was a, that was a system-wide change that I did, though. It was a registry edit. So. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, so Ooh, hopefully yeah. that's... Getting deep, yeah. deep in there, mm. huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, if you people enjoy watching the keel inflict permadeath, on characters in story, okay. story uh, games. <laughs> Let's just oh. say, last w uh, yesterday we played Song of Horror, and it has permadeath 
It has a character gallery, and if you die, that character is dead, and the story adapts. Oh, you've not adapts. killed the woman, have you? Mela, we killed all of them. Except for one that's not relevant moving forward. And as as you progress, the the pr people get like more and more detached from the story that remains. We got the we only have what we got to the last character, and we had to turn perma death off because we thought oh, we you. are going to it, die yeah. here. We, oh, we turned it off, but it didn't. Jesus it wouldn't Christ. have mattered because we still because she she never actually died. Thankfully, no. no. Not that it matters because oh she's God. the only one of the four characters we started off with, Mela, yeah. that doesn't continue in the story. Yeah, she's just a random, essentially. That's just the game being like, okay, this is your last chance. It's just a random we picked off the street. Yeah, Good luck. Just, you know, the clerk from 7-Eleven down the street. Yeah, they're part of the story <laughs> yes. now. I mean, she was just a random electrician, Rollo. Yeah, she was. It was pretty, yeah. Game's spooky, but Jesus Christ, it's difficult. Um... All right. So, anyways, Spooktober tomorrow is um, Ghost Hunters, Ghost Watchers, Watchers, Watchers. Ghost Watchers. I was so. looking this up yesterday, and I'm like, Ghost Hunters. That yeah. doesn't look scary at all. Right. Ghost Watchers. Um, all right. Power Wash Simulator. Power. Yeah, that's pretty spooky. <laughs> Scariest game Scary. of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's move on then to. Uh, oh yes, recent. Believe it or not, we do have recent events. So let's let's talk about that. Right. Well, um, our recent events is a bit of a weird one. Um, there's a uh, security update from um, uh, Square Enix. I I got an email like a few weeks ago. I think I posted it in our speakers channel. But it's it was about like please ensure that you have your backup codes for your your security token. Double check that you have that the emergency password. Um, and now we get this post just a few days ago, um, and it's titled "Precautions for Guarding Against Unauthorized Account Access." Uh, and it and it reads: We are currently experiencing an attack by a third party that is attempting to gain access to the Square Enix account management system by using a combination of email addresses and passwords that appear to have been obtained from other online services of other companies. Using the same email address and password combination for your Square Enix account as you do for other online services increases the possibility of a third party gaining unauthorized access to your Square Enix account. Furthermore, even if your email address and password combination is not identical to those used for other services, there is still a high risk of your account being compromised if your password contains easily discernible patterns or sequences of characters, such as your date of birth. Should you happen to be using the same email address and password combination on your Square Enix account as you do for an, uh, another service, or if you're using a password that can be easily guessed, we strongly recommend changing your password immediately. And then they, they give you a link to um, where you can reset your password. Mm -hmm. We are currently mitigating the effect of the attack by restricting access to accounts that we believe may have been compromised by unauthorized users. If your Square Enix account login has been restricted, an email will be sent to the email address registered to your Square Enix account with instructions on resetting your password. Um, and then they talk about one-time passwords. I Again, I mean, you should have a one-time password enabled. Mm. They've made it easier than ever before. Yeah. Hopefully. If you don't, then, you know, I don't... Don't risk it. Yeah. What if they take your all your guild? Yes. Your your house. On something exactly. Yeah. On something as valuable as <laughs> your island sanctuary. Your 
for you know an an MMO account, it's pretty valuable considering how much time you've sunk into that shit. So it's Thousands shit of hours when you lose it. Gone. Yeah. Um, should we continue to experience rising numbers of unauthorized access attempts? Oh, actually, I should read about the one-time passwords for those of you that for some reason don't have one. One-time passwords are temporary verifications which authenticate a user, a user for a single login, making them highly effective against spyware such as keyloggers. We strongly recommend the use of one-time passwords in conjunction with your login ID and password for increased security against unauthorized access. A free software token app is available for smartphones. Yeah, it is right. so easy to set up. And you can use mm. you can use any authenticator now, right? They've mm. made it so that you can use your favorite authenticator app. Um, should we continue to experience rising numbers of unauthorized access attempts, a password reset for all Square Enix accounts may be initiated. We would like to remind all users to be mindful of their account security in order to protect personal information and data. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. You're not still using your own born token, are you? Oh, sorry, your 1.0 token, no, are you? No, I have retired it. And it Aww. didn't, it hasn't run out of battery yet, but I had had to press that button so hard <laughs> at the end. I'm like, I'm going to break that, this at some point. Which one are you using now? I'm just using a, a software authenticator now on my phone. Oh. Yeah. I thought you had oh. I have a Realm Reborn. I have the Heaven Sword one. I don't want to use them at okay. this point. Yeah. I, I feel like both kind of make me nervous. I mean, I, I prefer the phone authenticator one, mm -hmm. uh, uh, but I feel like every time I change phones, right. like, which is like every few years, like every four to five years, maybe because I keep my phones for a long time. Yeah. I always forget one authenticator or two. Mm -hmm. And I swear one day it's going to be like my fucking 14 account. And I'm already, I've got rid of my phone. Like I fucking traded in the T-Mobile. So like, I, yeah lost that's mm -hmm. it and i don't know where my temporary password is and i'm just gonna die yeah that's it. <laughs> yeah yeah or like or like or i just you know or the battery dies and the uh yeah authenticator is like a, yeah well, i guess i'll just cry now <laughs> yeah that's the scary yeah trading it in that if you trade in your phone that's scary because if you have mm -hmm. like i don't know how this works I've been locked into the Apple uh, Apple system for so long. I don't even remember what it's like to have an Android phone. phone. But when you have an Apple phone mm -hmm. and you just enter your credentials, everything's just in there now. Like, I, I don't even... Last time no. I switched my phone, I didn't even think about my authenticator. It was just there in the new phone. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't have to do anything anymore. Uh, but if you trade it in, I think... They reset your phone, right? I don't know how that. I guess well, it would still work. I would well, reset should, your yeah. phone before you give it away as well. Yeah, I think they can tell you have to reset it before. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would. I would be very extra careful. But I yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah. I normally buy phones and then just put a SIM in. It, I usually do. Yeah. I yeah. usually do SIM deals. Yeah. And I uh, don't really change my phone very often either. I kind of wish we had those. Um... I know, I know there's like some controversy behind it because it's not like as secure or as good as it is out to be. But I like those little USB keys, you know? Oh, that yeah. That people oh, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, mm -hmm. I like the physicalness of it, which is good. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you plug it in uh, and that's like your key to unlock it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think there's like some kind of security issue with it from what I've heard. I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know I'm sure. But, um, and, but I like that it's like, oh, there's no input on your side. Just because uh, yeah. it's fucking annoying to put in the, yeah. the security code every time because it's just such a random string of numbers messing up. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Um, anyways, what we were saying about the... 
password the authenticator apps usually carry over when you switch phones now is what i'm trying to say because that happened to yeah. me so that part i feel like back in the old days that was scary i do remember switching from like my iphone 4 to like iphone six i don't remember Ooh, uh nice. that didn't go smoothly <laughs> so <laughs> i had to like use my old phone for a long time as an authenticator because i couldn't get the authenticator app onto my phone because it was so oh like God. it was horrible um mm -hmm. but that that is different now uh, it just if you think that is a problem and that's why i don't want a software authenticator it's not like that anymore so don't yeah. worry about it or just get the little token oh you can the get store. the token you can buy the token like on the store. they're like 20 yeah. bucks or less i think Definitely maybe 10. The way you live. recommend yeah. one of them please mm. just yeah you get a little thing too in game. Uh, we get what do we get? Like an extra teleport? Thing yes, or something? you get a free yeah, teleport. You get an extra, extra favorite. Teleport. Oh yeah, sorry, extra favorite. Extra favorite teleport. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Okay. So definitely worth it. Yes. All right. Um, let's move on then to. Mm. We're not doing Mogmail today. There it is. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm, I love this. Uh, this this is... is the worst one. Yeah, this is the worst one. <laughs> I, I think the Sin Eater is still worse, but I the... do agree. This is probably the, <laughs> near the top. The Sin Eater. It, it, yeah, they're, they're, they're both very high up here. This one instills fear in me in the same way as uh, the Sin Eater one, but there's just something about this dude. This it, it doesn't this even look eyes. like him. Yeah, the eyes are off-putting. No. Um, the it's the nose, the nose, the little snout. I, I, it's I, hard to tell if the nose is his skin color or if they've got like coral pink number six. No, <laughs> I think it's not his skin. Yeah, color. no, it's just a prosthetic thing uh, that they it, put on. It's horrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you don't no. need to add a wine bottle to this graphic. There's, this no. is bizarre enough. This this speaks for itself. <laughs> and then just Yoshi P. Yeah, and then look at Yoshi P. Like throughout. <laughs> I <laughs> I loved that during the live letter they just that they first they were just set so far apart. Yeah, like, I'm not. Yeah, I can't be next to that. There, there's <laughs> no. a moment in the stream uh, in the very beginning of it where Yoshi P's first like where he sees him for the first time, and there's just this mm -hmm. moment of like what is this what it's such a good picture he's just so far away and just just staring at him he's like what are you doing just he's a like, creature well, yeah and then during the live letter part itself yeah. he's like explaining something while box call now sends a question and he turns to him and he sort of like does a double take yeah like, you can't take him seriously <laughs> at that proximity no um, there are lots of horrible close-ups as well that's been posted on uh, on Twitter and, mm -hmm. uh, and Instagram and whatever. Great memes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of it's it's top two, top two outfits. Oh, it's definitely yeah. I'm a big fan. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's talk about the live letter. Um, and don't worry, chat. There are no other slides. This is the only slide you'll see for the rest of the episode. Oh. So enjoy that bunny, Ooh. dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happy Spooktober. Uh, oh, oh, you know what? Let's bring back a classic, classic phrase. Uh huh. Uh, 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 thanks. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So let's jump into some of the information that we got. Uh, patch. Uh, 6.25 will be released um, on October 18th, 
So we got the dates mm-hmm. uh, immediately. Um, yeah. So that's good. We also actually got the date for uh, 6.28, which I believe was November 1st. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's November 1st. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Uh, you mark your calendars for that. Um, All Saints, well, th- this was, we're, we're just going to do the dates. Let's just get the dates over with because they're listed on the top here. This is from the Reddit post that has like the summary of it. Believe me, there's not much about the live letter part that we're going to talk about today because mm. it was a very short. There was like it was it was split in two. There was the live letter um, sort of information part, and then there was a Q and A with the main scenario writers, which honestly was just sort of rehashing stuff we kind of already knew. They've talked about this before mm-hmm. in a way. This was just more of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first half was also split in two. There was like a recap of what we have and then what we got in the previous patch and then what's to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, All Saints Wake. Believe it or not, we're getting a second All Saints Wake this year because we got one Yay. at the beginning of the year. We're also getting one now at the appropriate time. That starts on October 19th. There was a little graphic. I probably should have added that here, but there was a graphic. I wish you did because the, the, that graphic itself is very perplexing. It is. Without context. Yeah, it's it's full of gorillas and... Uh, <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's nonsense? It is. Frankly? It looks like nonsense. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, so let's jump into some of the stuff that they revealed. Um, the stuff that we're getting this patch, more Hildebrand, mm-hmm. didn't talk about any anything regarding no. the relic. So <laughs> not how mm-hmm. it's gonna work. No, nothing. Just like, hey, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's the the Mandeville uh, weapons. They did talk about the tribal quest, the Omicrons. Um, I do have a picture though that we can show uh, about from they just the. Show us the yeah, they showed it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of visuals that they gave us uh, in this live letter, but they did give us. They gave us two new screenshots. Yeah, essentially. So, this is one of them. Yeah. Um, here we go. In a second. Here. Uh, let's go. Oh, why are we off here? Oh, nice why are we? Off? Oh, <laughs> Where are we? Oh. Oh boy. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, you get the idea. You, you get the idea. Right? <laughs> Surely you get the idea. You get the idea. It's space, but they've turned it into a nice, pretty tell... garden. I can't tell if it's a result of like just the items in the the foreground being brighter, or if they're this is a signif- This is signifying that like all of Ultima Thor will get brighter, because the background. I can't tell if the sky looks like that now yeah. or just... no it definitely doesn't look that blue i don't think it's not that bright mm. it, Man, I, it, also, it might could... be an instance yeah. yeah it could be an instance location like we had like with the, with the pixies yeah true i think that's probably more likely because this would be a very significant change for them to make for Ultimate. it would be mm-hmm. nice to make it a bit brighter because it's so... it would be yeah yeah, it's a little rough on the eye. Like it's cool when you know during the story sequence, but going back there to do stuff, it's like, oh, I want to be able to especially see. The, <laughs> yeah, especially the dragon star is still very, very dark. Yes, mm. yes. Does this suggest we can manipulate dynamist or something? We've had the ability to manipulate dynamist for a while, Mayla. Yeah, but at least within this, this space where there's. Well, within this, within Ultima Thule, we're able to manipulate it to a greater degree because there's no ether to um to drown it out. Mm-hmm. That's true. But who knows what's causing this? Mm. 
Um, they also showed in the same uh, breath this oh, outfit. This is super cool. Yeah. Every samurai has to wear this now. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I've studied the blade while you went to math class. Well, I, when he brought, well, I when I saw this, I first thought of Men in Black in relation to the Omicrons and like doing an alien beast tribe. Yeah. But he mentioned um, that there's a popular spy anime on right now. So. You know yeah, what yeah. talking about with that. Uh, it's the one with all the pornography, just like every. That's every popular anime, Rollo. That's so unclear. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, okay. He also uh, so they they really just they kind of just showed that off and didn't really not much elaborating on that. I will say no. that when they were talking about. Before they showed all this stuff that we're getting in the next patch, they talked about like um, Barbaricia and uh, the how they've evolved in like arena design in uh, trials and yeah. how the hair, you know, you know that mechanic, the hair, the circles in the in the arena where you have to stay in the circle. Mm. Um, how that shows how far they've come in terms of mm. how they can manipulate the arena and the mechanics. It was very interesting. It's inter it's it's like again one of those things that if you go back and mm. look at like old trials, they arena's pretty static. There's not much happening yeah, yeah. there. They talked about how difficult it is to make it clear that like to make it clear to the player that like you weren't supposed to escape that circle right despite the fact that like that's probably your first instinct yeah mm -hmm. yeah um okay uh then they moved on to job adjustments so they had to make some corrections apparently oh god this yeah this was annoying so they talked about how there had been um some stuff had been taken out of context about how they had adjusted some of the some of the job adjustments and then for a lot of you, you'd go, what do you mean? Where was that? How would I know about these job adjustments? Well, you see, it's at the bottom of the job guide. But um, not on each individual jobs page. No, it's on the, on the like, index, like, where you'd pay. Uh, what? Is I am so sick. Yes. If you yes. go to the job guide and go to the bottom, it shows... Oh, yeah, patch 6.21 yeah. adjustments so, overview. Yes, That's yes. so, Mela, when we were first doing the review... Well, not the review, reading the patch notes for 6.2, mm -hmm. um, like, chat was mentioning that, like, they were taught... That, like, they did these explanations, and I was trying, like, off-screen, I was trying to figure out... Where is it? Where? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, I, I went to, like... You know, when you go onto the page, it has the orange dots to show where it's updated. I was thinking, did they put explanations on the job pages or is it somewhere further down? Mm -hmm. That's what I, I thought. I thought it, they'd have like little notes on each job is, like thing they changed and why. That's what I thought so was the most hidden. obvious explanation. Yeah. Really there was a link hidden. in the patch notes, but it just took you to the job page. I didn't realize yeah. it was all the way at the bottom. Yeah. That was not made clear. No. It, make it, that a little bit better. <laughs> that is a problem overall in like in 14 is that you need to be such a deep like you have to be so deep into this fucking game to know where everything is. You have to be a scholar. You have to be the 14 mm. scholar. Scholar of yeah. the the 14 lodestone. Yeah. Like yeah. for instance, how many normal like players 
like I wouldn't call us normal because we are we are trying at least to be deep into like all of the things here. Uh, no, who? How many have read Backstage Investigators? <laughs> like actually oh, found it themselves because like how, do, how do people know how to find the dev blog? <laughs> exactly. There's no way to find the dev blog other than like a button that they've like. Doesn't it? It's so hard to find things. They need to be better at like. Sharing and outside of like uh, the yearly uh, anniversary for the launch of the game, it's so difficult to find like the previous tales from the etc. stories that like people just don't people don't even know they exist. And then every time it comes around, there are people on the subreddit saying, "Oh, these are interesting. Are there any others?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's they have so much content, but they don't know how to like make it accessible. Um, they do have the lodestone. I don't know why they don't just post like, especially for the dev blog. It's like when there's a new post on the dev blog, make a little notice on the lodestone so people know that there's something new yeah. on the dev blog. Um, I bet none of you have been to the mystery of chat commands. Well, they post it on their social media at least, right? Like they post it on Twitter. And yeah, like they post it once. On yeah, they do. I, okay. Yeah, that's true. I would say that. if they didn't do that, I'd, I'd fucking like riot. Like, but come on. do that. Yeah, there have been dev blogs in the past that were not promoted on their social media. Yeah, it's very okay. spotty. It does. It's not. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, and this is this feels like it's such an important thing for a normal player. If you a veteran player, why would I ever click the job guide? To check for like i'm yeah. never browsing the job guide i feel like i know my class you know i don't know why they don't just put it in the patch notes to yeah. be honest it's it's yeah, odd. And it's like a normal thing like yeah. every other company does yeah. like usually it'll be like okay here's the change and then it'll be like oh, here's our thought behind the change yeah you can so i mean like, it's fine to have it on the job guide as well that's fine but yeah when you're making the change, it makes more sense that it's part of the announcement about all the changes that comes with the patch. Why is that like excluded? It's weird. Um, Did you know there's an event and party recruitment section that looks like it was made in sort of 2003? No. Exactly. No. There's really? so many things on the website. So if you actually sit down and start looking at everything on the lodestone, you're going to find so many hidden treasures that are just. <laughs> unused uh, like no one's used it like there's maybe like a dedicated community of people that still use like really old parts of the website Uh, there's a there's a there's a patch notes history page mm. you can go through the patch archives to all the point patches as well yeah on the promotional sites for even you know every single patch yeah yeah Mm -hmm. they do publish patch notes for all patches yes here well all major like Content patches, yeah. as they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, anyways, uh, on that website, they had made some issue. They made some um, people had made inaccurate um, conclusions. Conclusions. There will only be numerical adjustments in six point two five. There are no skill changes coming up in this in this patch. No um, adjustments. Um, the the of uh, the skill po- any further change uh, changes will come in six point two eight. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have any information on what that mm, what that is. 
Um, the devs are aware of the current balance issues between melee and ranged damage due to hitbox changes. So they made the hitbox bigger. Uh, but easier that, to hit. Yeah, easier to hit, but it made made an issue. That's an issue for ranged. Um, mm. That will they will be implementing some of the six point two eight job adjustments accordingly. So that means probably machinist buffs are coming. Your number will go up. It will be your time. Yeah. Maybe. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but also an adjust a big adjustment that uh, adjustment that a lot of people are probably happy about is that Paladin in PvP their cover will be no. changed in 6.2. <laughs> that's because it's, it's over. It's too OP. Oh, here we go. Yeah. You get one little thing. I th I think it's fine in like <laughs> CC honestly. Because like if you can pull it off to like if you can pull it off, someone just gets a free heal in the middle. Of I agree with like, you. That's that's cool. Yeah. But like and like fucking other game modes, it's kind of broken. Like, especially that's the issue with this game. Yeah. Well, particularly in on sell Hakar, it's it's like mm -hmm. so unfair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can unfair. potentially protect someone, and then they can take the all by themselves, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the game, the PvP was balanced around CC. They don't care about the other content. Mm -hmm. They need to sort well, they that tried, out. They did that. They did care with Rival Wings, Mela. That's why it was Rival unavailable Wings, for a patch. That is true. Yeah. They have put some effort into Rival Wings. Front lines, they don't care. Right. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't either. <clears throat> well, that that is changing now, um, October eighteenth. So in ten days, um, and further job changes are also coming for PvP in six point two eight. So six point two eight is going to be a pretty a much bigger adjustment patch than six point two five. That's the main one, yeah. Yeah, and mm. then probably six point three will have some, yeah, additional stuff. Yeah. Um. While so now we're going to jump around a little, but. They that's essentially the main points of the live lackluster. letter. Pretty lackluster, but mm -hmm. expected. I had yeah. no expectations for this live letter. The only thing I was expecting was like anything on the relic. We got none of that. Mm. So n net negative, uh, I think, uh, live letter. <laughs> but the they moved on to the second part, which had some talks with, um, well. I'm just mentioning this now. Encyclopedia of Eorzea Volume 3 is happening. It had some talks with Banryoda, um, not Squishikawa, who are both senior story designers, and yeah. then Daichi Hiroi, who is the current lead story designer. Yes, yes. Um, it was, it was. I think it was Oda that held up the um, the cover for the book. It's empty, obviously, mm -hmm. but it showed that it exists. It's like grayish... Uh, Brown? yeah. It looks it's like a it's not a very color, appealing yeah. color. It has a I little bit of sophisticated. It's, it's got it's a tint of blue in it. Yeah. I like that it looks different though. Yes. Well, they all yeah. Like, when the other ones they do. went from they like different. brown to like reddish color. brown. Yeah. I quite like this one. Well, we don't. I would have preferred like blue or purple maybe. But yeah, I was expecting something like that. But oh well. Um, it's happening, but uh, they said that they weren't done with the Japanese yet, and so they still have well, to, Well, they like... said they were almost done with the Japanese. Yeah, but it wasn't done, uh, and which no. means the English translation is definitely far, far away, so don't expect that for at least a year, I think. And well, they're also only printing in Japan because they have the most superior printing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Paper stock, we... so good, so amazing. We will get back to when we think that will be available. Uh, so put a pin in that for now, and then we'll get back to it. Um, 
so the reason why I didn't want to mention the second part of this because we're also jumping we're jumping back again to before the um, the um, Q and A with um, Oda and the, the others because we have to talk about the new data center that they announced. Mm. Um, there's um, a new the, the North America is getting a new data center which is part of their big expansion. Uh, we have the names. Uh, Dynamis is the data center. Um, good which, data center name. That's good it's because a pretty good data Ether name, yeah. already exists in North America, so Dynamis works. Yeah, um, thought out. Yeah. yeah, spoilers, obviously, but yeah, very cool. Well, I mean, Dynamis means nothing. It means nothing if you don't. I mean, yeah. like what you could be just thinking, oh, Dynamis dies from eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. It'd be worth worse if the if the data center was called uh, Heidelin dies in Endwalker. <laughs> right. Um, Akasha. Yeah. <laughs> Akasha uh, means not, would mean absolutely nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the four new worlds are pretty. Th the names pretty in these cringe. are pretty. Like Halicarnassus. Halicarnassus. Yeah, I love Halicarnassus. <laughs> Halicarnassus is so awkward. Yeah. Hey, I play if on the Halicarnassus. Halicarnassus. Hey, yo, you come on Halley tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I think having Madeline and Marilith uh, on the same server, the, a world on the same data center is like a little confusing. Yeah. I think they're too similar. Yeah. Yeah. Seraph is to the be only honest, one I think is on, yeah. okay. If you're not playing on Seraph, you're not going to make many friends probably. Like, <laughs> Seraph is the Hallie. best one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. What are we you assigning on server? We should assign like this server, the community, like ourselves. What is the vibe of this one? Mm. We got the raid servers, you know. Mm -hmm. We got the RP ones. What what are we dating these people? Oh, these are probably like the cringe Europeans who just like taking photos and stuff. The, okay. Well, this is an American. This is a North data American center. data center. American. So you're saying branching over? Oh, these are where all the 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 Europeans playing in North America they move here. They move to Dynamis. Yeah. I want to know how long it takes for a data center to establish a culture because I don't. I mean, maybe I don't play on it frequently enough, but I feel like the Australian data center still doesn't have like. Oh no, that takes a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I, you know, it's. I don't. I don't know if Australia will ever really have one because it's kind of really. Like yeah, the player pool is kind of small, so yeah, like so everything kind of thing. Yeah, this will probably just yeah, it'll probably just be for new players. This, you know, actually, you know what? This server will be for all the weird housing people. These will be for the people that want to uh, own entire wards. Uh, like, right. this yeah, is that's, their thing. Yeah, that happens with all these new data centers. It's really sad. But at yeah. least the lottery system but, will prevent it somewhat now. But this is their thing, though. Like, they are yeah. entering, like, 20, 50 alts in every lottery. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I will become the landlord of this ward. Yeah. yeah. And they choose a theme, but they're not quite... They just haven't had time to actually put it into place yet. Right. But I've totally mm. got a theme going for this ward. <laughs> yes. Yes. I also can't yeah. wait well, to see... Like Sorry, what did you say? I was just going to say, were we segue? Okay, you have something much. Yeah, no. Well, because uh, the next thing is related to what we were talking well, about. Well, I just can't wait to see all the people struggling to spell Halicarnassus when they talk about their own server. Mm, I see, yeah. see a lot of those. Come on down to Halicarnassus. Halicarnassus. Yeah, they, uh, the, the housing. Um, do we have the date for the. Oh, yeah, it says at the bottom. So November 5th. Uh, so. Yeah. So you've got four days to decide. Oh, also, I didn't mention, but. November 1st is when the data center uh, goes online, which is in line with patch mm -hmm. 6.28. Mm. Um, 
I wanted to show the photo of the the Encyclopedia Eorcia because we we were discussing the color. It's kind of hard to see the color. It, it reminds me of that dress where oh. people see different colors. <laughs> people see Golden different white colors. Or blue and black. Yeah. Mm. Um, I let's see here. Let's see if we can find. Oh God! Oh God! This is such a great system. There it is. Oh. There's Oda well, with the book. I like that. There is a reflection really? on it. I think it's such a. I think it's such a, like a poo poo brown color. I love it. It's like an evil little book, though. It's yeah, like, it's like the Necronomicon. Yeah. I kind of wanted the third one to really have like a whimsical nature to it, though, because it's going to be covering all of Norvran. Well, maybe it's not. So there's going to be no Norvran content no, in it. It's going to be that, no. Is that your claim? I'm not going to say that's definite because it probably, but it is still Eorzea. Encyclopedia. That is true. I mean, I think, I think at this point you can just take that to mean that this is a that's probably true written by Eorzeans. Yeah, I think I think like, the second book had a lot of like the Far East in it. That's yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Still has Hydlin on it. It does have Hydlin I mean, on it, the crystal at least. The uh... I don't think we ever told the people that Hydlin is gone. <laughs> they need to know one day. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay, well, anyways, the, during this um, this part, they just... He looks thrilled to be uh, presenting anyway. <laughs> Oda always looks like he's super bored all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they also talked about housing wards. They wanted to add more housing wards because that is the only way to deal with our housing system is to just keep adding wards. Right. This is exactly the same play they are going with for the glamour system. Yeah. More storage, more like pages or whatever they're called. Yeah. Frames. Yeah. What, uh, what are you just, talking about? Frames. You know, with the you know the glamour. Oh, the preset the, things. What are they the called? The plates. Glamour plates. plates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't do this. <laughs> you can't just endlessly bandage. Oh, problem. they will. No. They will just keep yeah. adding. They Listen, can't it's here to do stay. anything else, Mela. They've explained it over and over again. That this game is built on a house of cards. Yeah, yeah. Well, let it fall. Um, they also talked. Okay. <laughs> they also talked briefly about the one-week delay that they implemented for Abyssos Savage. Um. Specifically, uh, the people have been very positive about this, uh, and they are now leaning towards making it a permanent thing. Mm. That they will always do the one-week delay for Savage, which I'm fine well, with. They yeah. also talked about how that they thought this would uh, put a damper on the um, the crafted gear market, but it actually resulted in more people that mm. crafted the highest tier of crafting gear crafted. Battle gear being more popular in terms right. of sales. Yeah, more yeah. people would have had the, the, the time. If you do it on the same day, the only people who are making money are—I mean, it's in the nice possible way—the no lifers who spend the patch day just you crafting. Preface that statement by saying, "I mean this in the <laughs> nicest possible way." No, I appreciate your dedication to crafting because there needs to be people like that. Mm -hmm. But. It makes it impossible for people who were doing other stuff to get in on the market, really. So having it with the delay gives everyone the chance to... Yeah, they they, they said that they were worried that the crafted gear wouldn't sell, which mm -hmm. was not true. No. So People mm -hmm. will buy it. Any I mean, 
I, I think most people just buy it for looks anyway, aside from just like, you know, getting the um, world first the, people buy it because it's yeah, world first people. Well, I mean, yeah. aside from that, like initial purchase, you know, like okay, I well, yeah, to, I oh, yeah. once yeah. everything and every piece of gear in this game, once it's no longer relevant, is only there for glamour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so it would have sold anyway, even if the savage traders weren't going to buy it. Others would for glamour purposes. So yeah, unless it was ugly. Yeah. Some people still buy it even if it's ugly. Well, that's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. Look at Stormblood armor. <laughs> uh, they talked about um, Island Sanctuary. This is a black and white moment for like last week, I think. Um, mm. They they are working on enabling the placement of housing estate garden patches at Island Sanctuaries, but there is no estimated release date for this feature yet. So they're experimenting with outdoor furnishings, technically. So that's promising that's something mm -hmm. so you can you know do um limit gardening. it to the like the 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 bit you know your base of operations that's fine if you can't do it outside of that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. doesn't matter but yeah well obviously Being you won't be able to down, place it like in the, on the island well i make a little, I little like I, den I'm, on the other side of the island that'd be cool i'm pretty sure the like your home base and the like overworld are like two separate like things whatever mm. that is you know that's why they have to have that like narrow corridor like the cave mm. tunnel thing i don't know i think there's but some sort fly. of i know but you you can't see borders when you fly they don't need that for flying there's probably two different instances that we'd never see like seamless i don't know if i'd say the two different instances but i feel like they well I, I can't say it because i am not a developer i don't know the background no, 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 like, I, feel, I feel like it would be flagged differently in the same way like sanctuaries are different from like the generic overworld it's that's, probably something more similar to that that's what i mean that's exactly what i mean <laughs> except oh, you sorry, don't get I'm a resting right. bonus and i think your just use of instance it confused me sorry well what is it then if not an instance a sanctuary like well, it's within one instance but it's... instances it does, yeah. It's oh, right. You're talking instance means like a server instance, so it's just being, you know. <sighs> I mean it in more yeah. of an earth. Okay, right. We we're talking about the same thing. Yes. Uh, all right. Yes, that's what I was confused yeah, about. Yeah. So. Yeah. There are okay. Yeah. Um, uh, devs are also working on allowing emotes to be used with fashion accessories. Who cares? Fuck it. They said that <laughs> some they. Some people do. If you do them, I don't care. Bad. Uh, <laughs> if you do, then bad. Uh, fashion accessories. Yeah, yeah. Um, they said that there's a memory thing. They used the same memory address or whatever, some, something. Uh, yeah. And it was difficult to deal with. So. Yeah, sure. sure. I'd, I'd twirl my umbrella, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hate not being able to dance with my fairy wings on. <laughs> yeah. You can dance with your fairy wings on. You can, Mela. This is for Ooh, umbrellas. Yeah, essentially, well, but yeah, stupid. Yeah, who cares? Okay, Lots anyways, <laughs> yeah, but not me. Uh, so <clears throat> then they dropped this on us. Oh, big mm. news, pretty big news. Yeah, it is pretty big. Uh, FanFest has been announced for it's 2023 back, and 2024. Um, this was this is where you have to remember the encyclopedia Eorcia. This is likely when it'll become available uh, with the North mm -hmm. American Fan Fest, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. So, uh, mm -hmm. 
And then London uh, on October the 21st. Thank London. you. They're back to London. Mm. Oh, look at that. And then... The Union Jack, eh, Rollo? <laughs> you'll, you'll love to see it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then J Japan in early 2024. Oh. We don't have a they date. There are massive yet. gaps between the fan They are huge. Yes. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Waving. The North American one is on a Friday and a Saturday, which might seem confusing, but that is probably to account for the fact that it will be Saturday and Sunday in Japan, and mm. they don't necessarily care about when it's happening for you Americans. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, there you go. This also helps to sort of understand when we're getting the when we're getting, when we're getting the next expansion. Um, mm -hmm. We're probably getting like Mitch an early twenty twenty four. Yeah, early summer um, release probably. Yeah, it seems yeah. Like now. This, mm -hmm. this would like the this would account for the delay basically. Yes, mm. to, yes. Was, they're um... realigning themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um... but it's crazy to think that we probably will know what the expansion is about on July twenty eighth. Yeah, mm -hmm. that will probably be after like patch six point four at that point. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That yeah. ties in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. There you go. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. live, uh, sorry, back. FanFest. It's happening. They're back in Vegas, Rollo. Yeah. Yeah, it's better than California, baby. Yeah. No, it's not. I have no desire to go there. <laughs> no. I oh, love that 110 degree weather in summer. Oh, get, boy. get those people offering me stripper cards mm -hmm. in the street. I don't know. That's what I was alluding Yes, and people said I was being rude. Yeah. Think uh, about the nerd sweat. Yeah. Gotta collect them all. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, there you go. So, uh, you... Well, are we, yeah. are we gonna, are we gonna say we're gonna try and go to any of them? I think some of us I are trying to I think it's pretty clear. The London one. The London one. Yeah. Is that you, Rollo? Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just thought I'd know if we were gonna... I'm not going to the U.S. I'm just saying that. Oh, <laughs> no. no. I was interested in going to the U.S. one when it was in California. I have no desire to go to Nevada, yeah. Rollo. Yeah. <laughs> so, fair. I'll go to London, probably, if I go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll... I'll try and do a London one. I'll see, see if I can guys. do the. It's Vegas so one. far ahead still. I just don't even want to try to think. It is very far yet. away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be October in London though, which I'm sure is like nice weather, right? Oh, it's gonna be nice rainy and rainy, and cold. gray, rainy, yeah. cold. Yeah. See, that's what I like. So yes. It's like right now, Mayla. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh it's been a bit bit chilly recently actually. Yeah. That's perfect. I love I love autumn. That's the best time. <laughs> so. Um, Don't worry, Lucille. I'm gonna I'm gonna bottle some pollen during the spring for you. Don't you worry. <laughs> Start throwing it at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave it on his pillow. Mm -hmm. Three month old pollen. <laughs> I don't know if it still fucks me up. Maybe it does. Does does <laughs> pollen expire? <laughs> I wonder. Um, <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, the they then had you know their their usual merch stuff they talked about the uh, the ep for endwalker uh the ep2 um the interesting thing about the ep which is something that i didn't think about is that like the two final fantasy 4 songs are listed as uh, final fantasy 4 battle 2 endwalker and troy and beauty endwalker mm. but mm -hmm. the other one which is battle with the four fiends is listed as buried memory which i think um val pointed out in our spoiler channel which i thought was which is interesting because it probably means we'll probably get another remix of that song. Mm. Probably true. Yeah. Because otherwise, true. why would they not specify just Endwalker like the other two songs? Right, right. Yeah. 
Uh, there are also uh, pre-orders for the Endwalker vinyl LP, which has some nice artwork with um, the, the horrendous demon dog from hell. Uh, and well, you can't tell from this angle. No. Hate that dog. Yeah. Hate that dog so much. <laughs> um, and um, God, I forgot her name. I can't believe I forgot her name. Benah. Oh yeah, Benah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice because it's not looking at you, the dog. Uh, so it, it's pretty. Uh, three thousand three hundred yen. Is that the price? Mm -hmm. uh, Thirty-four dollars. Yeah, um, and then the orchestral arrangement album, which we mentioned before, is also on sale. So, uh, yeah, they're going good. hard on these orchestral arrangements. Yes, yes. Uh, they also showed us the winners of the Reaper and Sage Weapon Design contest. Yes, so congratulations. To did I win? And the... no, no. I can tell you right now that you did not win. You did not. Win. And you should have though. They are announcing a new uh, furnishing design contest. Yes. There's a new furnishing design My contest, so if you want to join that. sage weapon was really good. Mm -hmm. No, I can I guarantee you it wasn't. It was. It was dragonflies. Okay. And they would That's go out and like... to me. Oh, and yeah. I would have lied to you. I wouldn't have told you my real one, because you just copied it. It was dragonflies, and they would go up you and change colour. You would have just colour. copied it! As if we yeah. would steal no your design. I, I, yeah, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> He's a snake. You never know. That's true. Gyorgy would win and be like, I won with my dragonfly design. ever stolen from me? No, that's that's true. That's true. Wow. I do other more insidious things. That's that's true. You wouldn't notice. You wouldn't know what he's done, Mela, until way later. Yeah, he'd submit damselflies. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I feel a little weird, and then you you go to your doctor, you're like, oh, you're missing a kidney. Is that? Is your foreskin missing? Yeah. <laughs> what what is wrong with you? You look all is that where's your leg? Where's your left leg? Um, what's that what's that on your finger? It yeah. looks like a ring. <laughs> Wait, what? Just, just married you? <laughs> okay. Alright. Uh anyways, let's talk about the um the live QA. God, we are this is rough. This is rough. There's a lot to talk about. So this Q&A was with um, Yoshi P and Foxclan, but they also had some help from everyone who was like, this you know, around. Strange idea for the Q and A. Yeah, they, they, they were this? they were doing yeah, labyrinth of the ancients uh, or and circus tower. They were doing alliance raids essentially, and then yeah, <laughs> they would. You had to get into their alliance raids, yeah, and then that's how you got to ask the question. Yes, it's um, basically yeah. a speaker stream. Yes, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. See, knew they watched us. So someone asked, if you don't mind, may I know what the average life span of each race? What what is the average lifespan of each race? Um, so Yoshi P calls on Oda-san, uh, and he says average lifespan. I'd assume uh, I'd assume there's no such info in the lore setting. But still, even if the lore setting has such info, I wouldn't think that ma make it public since in the character creation, if players want to, they could have created handsome. <laughs> Created a handsome old man if they Him. put in the effort, and if we create a setting with average lifespan, wouldn't that make the characters they created to be, you know, pointless because of the age <laughs> setting? I mean, that could happen. But yeah, I don't think we'll release such info. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I like this. True. This no, implies you can make a like a, an old-looking character. You you can't. Yeah. Well, yeah, that does. Really. You can make it. You can make old-looking heroes. The thing yeah. I find with a one-face 
yeah. is that <laughs> is that he's wrong. They have released this information. Oh yeah, that is true. We do have some information on that. Um, do we know for all races? No. Uh, we know an approximation. Uh, not for Vier. No, Vier actually we do. Vier is like something like three hundred years. Yeah, they um, get old. Which is the oldest by far. Um, Ellison get old Frostgar, too. I don't. Hrothgar, yeah, Ellison get old, but not that old. Uh, mm. Hrothgar, I don't think we have. Ellison and Lamafell is like something to like 120 yes. to 150, depending. And then like every other race is like average lifespan, so like 80 to 100. Like, like on Earth, essentially. Yeah, yeah, like humans on Earth. Um, Yeah, I love that. It's just... And obviously, this does not account for the fact that in Eorzea, much more likely to die young. Right, right. Um, are you planning to release new Ultimate for patch 6.3 and patch 6.5? Yoshida says, I have no idea why you would assume there will be new Ultimate implemented so for patch 6.3 and 6.5. That's so funny the way he responded. <laughs> <laughs> but we do plan on creating one more Ultimate for patch 6.x series, and we are exactly developing it right now. Yeah, it's, the, the translation is going to be a little bit dodgy, but that's fine. But I don't think we'll delay it all the way and have it released on patch 6.5. Gotta say that the content for the next Ultimate will be quite something to behold. Yeah, yes. we'll we be the judges. don't even have necessarily... Sorry, Mela? We'll be the judges of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't actually have the transcriptions of every question and no. answer because mm. it was a lot for the people on the subreddit Discord to uh -huh. transcribe all at once. So yeah. 14 hours. only a selection of what we have right now. Yes, yes. Bless uh, heart. For Crystalline Conflict, are there plans to implement team ranking for seasons as well? Please. Yoshi P says, of course oh, there are... such a boring question. Yeah. <laughs> of course <laughs> there are discussions on what to do for team... We've been talking about this. We've wanted this for we a long need it, time. Uh, yeah, of... we do. Of course there are discussions on what to do for team-based, but uh, we want to prioritize on the increase on the base part first. We do want to hold official tournaments based on region and other aspects, but in Japan we do have other events like 14-hour broadcast. Why is that your example, which you do like once no, a year? No, It's such big effort. They can't do anything around summer to autumn time because they've got to plan the 14-hour broadcast. <laughs> and we couldn't work much on it now, but we are proceeding through the plan behind the scenes, so we're going to start from official, start from official tournaments first. So again... You've already <clears> had <throat> two official tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, but not in Japan. This is a classic... This, is, this was asked by a Japanese person. But this is a classic Yoshi P non-answer. It is not answering the question. They ignored it. They did not ask about tournament rankings. They were talking about no. team rankings for seasons. Essentially, can we join with our PvP? Where is the Gobu Gobblers? Like, why can yeah. we not be on the rankings? You can't use them anymore. No. Essentially, no. No. There's no content that you can do in a team anymore. No, that's true. Is there? No, there's not. Because there... no, there's not. <laughs> Jesus pointless. Christ! They've killed and another system. Happy. Of course, they love to do that. <sighs> and the worst part is they kill a system and they just leave it there, like yeah. like as a painful no, reminder no. of what you've lost. Uh, yeah, exactly. PVP team member Mail of Anadar logged in. It's like, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? When. Well, the thing is, when they make teams for Crystalline Conflict, they won't use the old system. They're they better. Crystalline Conflict team. Don't mm. <laughs> At least Don't we still have fellowships. That's true. Thank God. Uh, Thank look, God. Check your fellowships, guys. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And remember, if you need to find a group, there's always the community finder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The community finder. Shout out. There are some hairstyles where the front bangs will disappear when wearing hats. 
Is it difficult to have the front bangs displayed when wearing hats? I love the passive aggressiveness of some of these questions. I really like it. You can it tell this is this is a real so frustration. It's like sometimes mm. the bangs disappear when wearing hats. Is it difficult to have the front <laughs> bangs displayed when wearing hats? <laughs> just just asking. Uh, Yoshipi says, well, for this question, if we actually start to delve into it, this will cause new hairstyles to be hard to implement, or there will be trade-offs happening to make this work. Hmm. For hats, we tend to prioritize on the design first, and since it's forced, since it forcefully makes the front bangs disappear, we have no choice but to follow it when implementing it. And because of this restriction, we are able to implement new hairstyles into the game, so it's difficult to address this. But the pinpoint here is that if the request is about can you do something about it, then I'll have you know that our team that I'll have you know <laughs> that our team has people who are working hard to address the hard. issue. <laughs> so if you go to our forums and create a thread asking to address on the hairstyling question when wearing a hat, then it makes us it makes it easy to prioritize which to address it on. Yeah. If you so offended. If you just say every hairstyle, <laughs> then it'll be hard for us to handle. So please be specific when making the request. <laughs> God, he was in a mood he during was so this. Angry. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you go. Oh um, personally, this is a this is another question. Personally, this is an issue that can already be foreseen, but due to the data center travel, it seems that mana became that one focus point for people to look for parties when raiding, which makes recruitment in, in other uh, data centers feel neglected as a result. Is there something you can do to address this issue? Actually, actually, <laughs> actually I did somewhat foresee that this would happen. When cross-world teleport was implemented, a similar situation <laughs> yeah, a similar situation already occurred. And since this caused the player's playstyle to change, it's a bit off the mark to say that players managed yeah, to find something <laughs> that can improve their own experience. But players are used to the method they are comfortable with. So if we are told to come uh, come out with a method to address this immediately, then the solution be, then the solution would be setting up parties that are applicable to players of same the same DC only for high difficulty content. And while this would be the fastest solution, we'll be wondering the point of DC travel here. People would of course go, okay, since we can travel to other DCs, then make it so that the matching with the other DCs are, are a possibility as well. And we could do that. But if we do, so would what? So this is I, I this is the longest run-on sentence. <laughs> it, I, I he's ranting well, a lot. Uh, and, well, <laughs> well, no, I think it's a result of the people. Yeah, they're live transcribing it. I, I, yeah, they're I live mean, transcribing. They can't necessarily <laughs> format it nice. No, I mean that, but also I'm like this man is just—he's like, a little unhinged here. <laughs> and we could Seriously. do that, but if we do, uh, we wouldn't be implementing DC travel anyway. So considering uh, we have reached a point where we can travel to other DCs without having to pay extra. Pay extra. <laughs> yeah, we gave you this service for free. This is not to say we're giving up, but this will require a long-term solution here. So we can't really provide you with an instant <laughs> answer. Because 
So we can't provide you with that, so I have to roll that. Also, since this involves DC travel behind the scenes, like, for example, both me and Foxclone are, are a different logical DC and somehow make the party recruitment accessible through penetration? Whoa. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Wait, you and Foxclone do what? Well, I'm sorry. This is what it says. I'm sorry. And managed to join. Despite what may. I mean, I know this is live transcribed, but penetration? Is that really what they said? Uh, and managed to join despite being at a different data center. Then when we match up to enter content, this will definitely happen where people like me would travel from my original DC to Foxconn's DC. And depending on the traffic, this would take like three to four minutes in order to enter the content, or even take 10 minutes and above. To tell you the oh. truth, we, we still need to observe further before we take any decision. No matter what our short-term solution will include implementing something like a shutter, and ultimately, it's still better to use DC travel and travel from one point to the other so that everyone gathers at one point so yeah please give us some time to observe the situation further first oh, i don't have you, any idea what he what, was talking about there what did that mean what did i what I answer think, did you I get think, from that i think tldr to join him and foxconn are having a relationship <laughs> if we wanted to implement a duty finder that was cross data center it would take a very long time to match up because the queue to enter the system in its current state it takes three to four minutes mm. to join on a good day that still has to happen when you're being oh, yeah. matched yeah. Yeah. with another you know so that's and what he also, said they're also arguing that like because of the fact that dc travel exists doing this would also kind of make dc travel irrelevant yes exactly yes yeah point is to go and match he, he essentially says that the system we currently have was made so that you didn't have to sit there you know on your own data center and have that you know matching take forever you travel to the data center and now you can do all that content on that data center with you know that data center whatever all right um <clears throat> then he moved on to a new alliance of course oh, yeah and now the important mm. question yoshida-san yeah. do you prefer smoking cigarette or do you prefer smoking heated tobacco? <laughs> heated, heated tobacco. Yeah. Vape, I think. I think it might be a vape. Um, oh. I do smoke both. And basically, if I can smoke at the first... Sorry, at the place that allows me to smoke, I definitely prefer cigarettes. I don't think he phrased this question answer like that. I think that sounds very awkward. <laughs> yeah. I, I do smoke. Well, both. if he... I, I think he says, you know, there are anti-smoking laws in japan yeah, there are but i think what he's trying to say is if i when i smoke at places that allows so, allow me to do so like if i can smoke at the place that allows me to smoke is a weird oh yeah, yeah of course obviously but yeah um about the place named corvos that is mentioned in endwalker will the warrior flight be able to visit in the future Yoshipi says, well if you're talking about plan then yes we do plan on visiting that place in our direction where here is to allow to visit places that are actually named in game but there are no immediate plans nor are nor are, nor we aren't clear what? when it will be so we can't really tell when but since we are in our second major patch after 6.0 and we plan on making 7.0 so of course there'll be a lot of places we can visit and not just corvos 
But you can also look forward to visiting other places and touch other cultures along the way oh, as well. Oh, 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 so you can look forward cultures. to that. Love, love touching cultures. cultures. <laughs> I, I will touch your culture real good, guys. Ooh. No. Um, no. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're probably going to visit. We'll go to Corvus one day, probably. Yeah. And it's possibly closer to, uh, the, to, to uh, Othard than I always thought. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So, right on the border of Othard. Yep. Yeah. Corvus yeah. is at Southern Ilsebad. Mm. Yeah, like along the coast, but on the very east side. It's on the eastern like side Thavne. of it, though. I guess so, yeah. yeah. What's the most interesting raid you've done so far from the perspective of, of a producer-director really and a black mate? Yeah, strap in, everyone. This is going to be a bumpy <laughs> ride. Yoshi P says, okay, now this is difficult to answer. This is difficult. Okay. I don't mean this as an excuse, but considering what we've created... Considering we have created many raid content for 11 years, coming with such vigor and running our journey this far, we don't really look back and remember them. Rather, if we do, we can't really move forward. Of course, we definitely will record our failures and use them as reference what not to do next time, but my perspective doesn't really matter in this case. Since if I were to say this is good or state my preference, all the content may lean in that direction. <laughs> Rather, what? So he's like, I can't say that anything's good because then they'll yeah. lean too far into that. Well, no, he can say that it's good, but he can't really say, I prefer this over something else. Mm. He can just, yes, what he can essentially say is, yes, this is like acceptable for release. Yeah. Rather, each individual designers would do their best to create content and enjoy players' reactions to it. And that's what they paid attention to the most. For Black, uh, Black Mage, well, if you ask me which raid I had the most fun uh, with the job, I, in personal capacity, that would be E8S, the fight with Shiva Reen. Uh, he got the tier name wrong at first. It's just a note there. He got the tier name. Yeah. For, yeah. Oh, Get, wrecked. Yeah. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Doesn't even know his own game. game? <laughs> yeah, right? Since I it I'm better than him. <laughs> Since it allows for small tricks, and the more I play the content, the more I can find uptime in the content. Like, go to a certain spot through this ethereal manipulation to get more uptime and whatnot. And there's a lot of strats you can use in this battle, as well as everything that can be compatible with which, compared to most other content, I probably had the most time spent in that fight. In terms of producer-director's point of view, there are many, but alliance raid-wise, I think Ozma is the most interesting to date, since graphics or mechanics-wise, we managed to achieve upgrades on that on that and everything was a new challenge at the time and that makes the person who created that a reliable designer someone i can rely on when it comes to battle content that is fair it was yeah. a good fight osmo was <laughs> hellish when it came out other than that would be omega as i went through first half and second half of the battle it really shows nakagawa's number two. Oh, what? that's the the second nakagawa they have two Nakagawas working, uh, I guess, in the battle mm. team. Uh, cap capability as a raid designer, despite not having prior exper experience. And while there are opinions about making the battle better for the second half and lessen the loop that occurred in the battle, but the growth and idea that is presented in this content really make it, made it stand out. <laughs> and that left quite an impression. Still, there are a lot. That is, if you want to talk from the producer-director's perspective. So, there you go. There are a lot. <laughs> Next question. Although we have many themed costumes in the game, but only Namazu seem to only have head equipment, are there plans to create body equipment which is oh, Namazu-themed here? 
This is such a Japanese question. This is the most Jap- I, This is one of the most Japanese questions yet. Yoshi P smirks. I mean, is there a need for this? Just agreed. <laughs> just asking if players have the need for it. Looking at stream comments. Oh god, with his glasses like all up to the the screen. Um mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's wearing the frog bodysuit, but still the stream comments seem to mention that it's available. Oh well, people say it's necessary. Necessary, eh? Okay, I'll relate it to the dev team. Well, it's not hard to create it anyway, design-wise, so there you go. All right, well, we're getting that. We're, yeah. We're good. <clears throat> Finally, your answers have been... Your questions have been answered. Yeah. Your uh, answers have been prayed. Yeah. <laughs> you've been questioned <laughs> yep. and answered. Yep. The left-hand MMORPG device that is personally supervised by Yoshi P, the tactical assault commander that I had, is broken. <laughs> the but... tactical assault commander. It's <laughs> so cringe. I hate, I hate having something with that name. Guys, it... I've got the tactical assault commander. That is, <laughs> oof, oof. But when I bought the, uh, brought this for fix, the maker told me that due to the end of production line, they can't accept any further, as. They have no spare parts required to fix it. So my question is, are there plans for a resale? Mm-hmm. Yoshi P says, I will personally inquire Hori, the brand, about it. But this will depend on Hori's intention too. Well, since I do have the intention of making another device here and it's underway, so if there's updates, I'll make an announcement. Yeah, so you oh, can't get your fix, but you can buy a device. new one. Hmm. So he, he doesn't... Well, they might have parts depending on how compatible they are. Mm. That's true. Interesting that you can't... That it's already out of production and it's like so far out of production you can't even repair oh, yeah. it anywhere. I mean, they were very, they very much said that like it was uh, built to uh, pre-order. Like they yeah. didn't oh, build any. But more does Hori not make order. other? Yeah, it's Small weird that Hori doesn't like provide any, any spare parts for a product they've just made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I planned to get one and I thought like, oh, maybe there'll be a second batch. I mean, yeah. it's like a couple of years ago now. Yeah. I wouldn't say just made anymore. Yeah, but but it's not something that goes out of date. It's it's a left-handed yeah, gaming device with a yeah. It's a left-handed gaming device, Yogi. Come on, left-handed. I I always did assumed you... it was just a reskin of an existing product, but I guess not. Yeah, I did. Um. All right. This is on job balance, so this is a long one. This is on job balance. Since there are situations occurring where Paladin and Warrior are excluded from party recruitment due to their low DPS when compared to Dark Knight or Gunbreaker until the situation was improved by adjusting Paladin and Warrior's skill potencies. Though this is just one part of the blunder, I would like to know if you have plans on making better job balance in the future before a new Savage patch drops. And can't the adjustments and testing team work better in ensuring the job balance is better (laughs) without having to go through such a blunder? I know this is a weird question, but this really bothers me. So hopefully you can address the concern I have in mind. Oh my lord. Fuck oh, you. Jesus, I like, his, I like how he starts the comment. I like how he starts the question, uh, answer. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> well, this is a spicy comment, but the core <laughs> issue here is due to the DPS check, especially the max HP setting of the boss was a mistake. We committed and we did have many cases where the... Where... Where... The went, they went they went prominently forward with it despite the mistake. And to tell the truth, we did have past cases where we overturned tuned the HP by 1% to 1.5%, and this wasn't to say that it's a good situation here, but due to the numerical mistakes made made, we ended up creating this situation in the end, and for that we are really sorry. 
One thing to note, though, I don't know why people seem to think that the adjustment and development team are separated. Here we go. Yep, but they're one and the same. The battle system team are also ones that perform adjustments here, so they definitely repeated the process of clearing the content they created before releasing it to the public, but... Hmm. But, well, you know, this is troubling, because we still have a disparity of 1 to 1.5%, no matter how hard we tackle the matter, so we definitely did our best to ensure the situation doesn't occur, and we did increase staff members for that team itself, but, hmm, well, this is troubling. <laughs> well, <laughs> one of the ideal solutions we can think of is to lower the DPS check hurdle lower than our projections. But, as stated in our announcement in the past, but considering we are creating high-difficulty content here, we definitely want players to feel that they're getting closer and closer to the DPS check required with each attempt, so we aimed for the numbers that barely make the cut and adjusted it that way, and we don't want to give up on that kind of setting. I do think you're right in what you're saying here, but... Well, what I can only say is that we will do better next time. And you think he's done. Aww. And in order to preserve their honor... And while this isn't related to everyone here, but I can say that there aren't many games that underwent such precise balance, but still, 1.5, huh? To tell the truth, I don't want to find a solution to the problem where jobs are locked out from possibility... Huh? Lo just locked out from raids. Hmm. This is a difficult thing to address, because we we've did a lot of reduce... Sorry, <laughs> that's me. We've, we did did, we've done a lot to reduce the possibility of it happening. Okay, I know I kind of say this a lot these days, but there are many cases where only a portion of information was spread, like wildfire, and that information was treated as if it's some absolute truth is something I want to prevent from happening. But this applies to almost every information from the internet, so I don't have an effective way to address this. So the safest approach we can take is to lower down the difficulty in general and make the content easily clearable without any hurdle. Yeah, it's safe, but I wonder if it's actually healthy for the game itself. But yeah, please allow us to keep challenging the numbers and quickly fix them when mistakes occur. And that's the stance we want to maintain if possible. And also, we did discuss on including staff members whose their job is to only what? hit the dummy continuously. And we did put out the recruitment, but not many would apply. So yeah, uh, we're thinking a lot of on this. And I'm aware this seems like a non-answer, but this is an issue we'll forever struggle on. So that's what we can tell you for now. So Surely they can repurpose the gold source in mini games man like usual mm, yeah um yeah um that was a lot i feel like that was just him defending <laughs> he's yeah so a little upset about some of that i guess yeah. how that turned out but yeah I mean, yeah i mean i don't think a lot of people agree with any of the logic behind the decision mm. at all um but i mean hey you you know yeah. I appreciate the explanation. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love Glamour, but I've always had to depend on external sites to look at how dungeon equipment and equipment that cannot be sold on market on the market board looks like. So I would like a feature in game yes. where I can freely I check think. on how the equipment would look like at my mm -hmm. on my character. Like a catalog feature or something. Mm -hmm. Mayla, Agreed. did you did you get yeah, into I this? was in the I was in the Alliance B. I see, I see. <laughs> Yoshida says <laughs> just convulsing yeah like a demon's inside of him <laughs> and he says no i mean since we implemented the fitting room feature for the shop refers to the mog station equipment this actually sounds possible 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do this. But I'm thinking more on the management aspect involved in this. And with the dungeon that is dropped at the specific dungeon. Dungeon gear, I assume. Oh. Yeah. As well as equipment, which is craftable. Well, I say I don't... I'd... I don't know. Oh, ID. I don't mean instance dungeon, but the item ID itself. When changing the location, it will also change the management data as well. Your GP starts to mumble about if using this method <laughs> then might work. But this still isn't impossible to do. Mumble some more. I do think this is actually possible, although it will take some time. So I'm going to move this idea forward and see what we can do about it. It's a good point. There you go, Mela. It is a good point that the MOG station this fitting room... This isn't what room, I want, but it is a good thing to add. The MOG, Yeah, but the MOG station fitting room is kind of similar to what you want, Mela. It's, and it's, it's curious that they chose to put all their effort into making that instead of one for well, the actual game. I would That's imagine true. that the MOG station one was uh, like more encouraged internally by like i know I'm, i mean i was just implying yeah. i wish i just didn't want to say it outright but yes the thing oh, okay. is but <laughs> that's why i said I mean, curious it would, be, it would be all right to have one like that but it's not actually a very good menu the fitting room no but it's, it's awfully designed but once it's in the game I mean, you can nothing. adjust the ui later yeah changes to a ui can be made but you first mm. need it's the base better system than nothing is such a final fantasy 14 thing yeah but that's the game we're but playing. I mean, <laughs> that yeah. is the game. Yeah, I so. mean, yeah. What are you? Do you want nothing? Get it in want... first and then adjust. I think is the mm. uh, the best way we'll to go good. forward. This would be good because he's right. How do you know if you want to run the burn? Right. Exactly. The glamour. Mm. What if yeah. it looks ugly yeah. on me? What if I my dumpy yeah. don't look good with it? Exactly. exactly. And also with the comment I just made, you know, get it in the game first and then adjust the UI. They've already put it in the game. It already exists in the game, mm. which means mm -hmm. they can give us a better version for the non-MOG station, you One know, the day. catalog. Um, okay. I do remember there was a conversation about implementing joint ownership account for personal housing. But I haven't heard of updates regarding this, so I'd like to know if there are any updates. Yoshipi says, about this, due to how the priority we have for other housing-related things is currently higher in the list right now, we can't really touch on this one yet. As already mentioned a little during the live letter or earlier, our priority right now is further optimization and additional and additional housing wards so that more players who want a house can obtain them. So we we have already invested our cost in this, so please wait for a bit. It, it, it essentially means we are never going... Because this, is, this issue is never going away. We are just constantly going to add housing wards. So essentially... Mm -hmm. There Never ask me this again. There's <laughs> going to be a limit someday. Is there? Unless they just, Time will tell, my Do they just plug in more servers they, to the housing section? They are just endlessly throwing band-aids at the system mm. in hopes that one day it'll sort itself out. You can always buy more servers. You know, mm -hmm. there's infinite copper. That's right. That we can do it. That's right. That's okay. right. And another solution is they just reduce the amount of days you have you have before they'll take them away from you. Yeah. If you don't visit them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so every day. A lot of this, uh, the other other questions here are not really uh, filled out properly, so we're not going to talk about them. I did want to mention that they wanted a, uh, to add a new whiteboard feature, uh, where it's possible to do strat planning in game. That would mm. be fun. Mm. Uh, so if that's successful, they might implement it in other content oh. like raids. I made an update to the fucking patch notes, but of course Lakeel can't see it. Oh, I have to reload it then. It doesn't update. 
Yeah. Yeah. The the app on my Chromebook is is pretty pretty uh, pretty shitty. Um, sorry. Where where are we? Um, the grayed out ones are the ones that we shouldn't talk about because they're either incomplete or inconsequential. That doesn't show up at all for me, so I have to open a browser. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay. Hold on. Dead air, dead air, dead air. Uh, I would like the whiteboard feature, though. I, yeah, whiteboard I feature would be, would be nice. cool. Listen, fuck a whiteboard. Give me a good death log already. Mm. I'm so tired. I want to no. know exactly <laughs> how I died. I'm so no, tired. No, Lolo. Just scroll through the endless things and work it out for yourself. Yeah. All right, Ishgard restoration and the ranking was fun. Is there any plan to implement content like this in the future? He says a small scale content like this is possible. A version, a small scale version, I suppose, of this. Um, it was fun. But yeah, it was interesting. It's it's like world stuff, like overworld stuff yeah. that you can do. It's it's all right. About side quests, another uh, yeah, about side quests. He mentioned that Gaia will apparently appear in the future, so her mm -hmm. role in the game is not over yet. I wanted to move on this one because I just wanted to hear the mailers being upset because he hates every like woman in this game under the age of eighteen. Yeah, the, the she other than Alize. The um, yeah, she she will be back. So, in specifically, it seems in a side quest. She would. Right. Yeah. No, I welcome her. Actually. Her she story is isn't really over. Great. Yeah, she's a great character. She's a great character. Um, regarding Carbuncle Pet Glamour, um, we already stopped the development for it, Yoshida says. We've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The effects, it's will, over. the effects will need to be remade. I'll need to ask the character team. I heard you want a proto-Carbuncle to be summonable. No. You'll get eaten, though. You'll be fine with that? That's what he said. We don't want that. What we want is for you to make good on your promise from about five years ago of adding in Glamours for Eggies. Like... Mm. Yeah. That was Sephiroth was mentioned. Well, that's and the, the same players. thing, Mailer, at this point. Yeah. But Proto Carbuncle, we don't need new ones adding on. You mm. still haven't done the ones you promised. Right. Yeah. Gosh. Um, lack of healer participation for the Savage Raid. Anything needed to reflect on? Yoshida says, mm, points to reflect on. Point to reflect on? But we also have situations where the lack of tank participation and whatnot, and it depends on the timing and situation. There was also the request to make healing harder, so we try to fulfill that request too. Oh, no, please. Not I don't understand group. the question. Is the question implying that there's, like, there, that it's brain dead for healers, the Savage raid? That's Because I, I disagree. Think, I don't know. If, I think their point... I think probably what the question was aiming at, and this is just me guessing, is that they were hoping for, like, more healer, like, DPS content? I don't really know. Maybe oh. it's like it's too pure. Oh, is it a shortage? Uh, there aren't enough healers to go around for like Savage, maybe. There aren't enough healers oh. in the world. Oh, well. That might be a problem, but eh, I don't know. The answer old, is, implies that it's something else, though. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Mm. Uh, I, do, I do notice that we've, we've scratched this out, but I thought it was interesting. We'll probably talk about this if this gets filled out, the next question. But someone started talking about third-party stuff, and Yoshida mm. essentially said, this is not something we want to touch further on. <laughs> it's just, like, dismissive. But it is implied that there might be more uh, information on this. Mm. the answer later. Bring other cool HUD stuff from mods. 
Thank you. They've said that. Um, That's what their plan is. Yes. Eventually. Keep doing it. 7.0 is probably going to be a pretty... 7.0 is actually going to be a big deal. Transformative for this game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 7.0 is make or break. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like we say that with every fucking expansion. This this, is the one. one This one I agree with, though. This one is big. This is the first one in the new story arc. Yeah. So if we think the direction of the game is, like, awful, that's not going to be great for the future of the game. Right. We're looking at, like, new graphics, possibly new graphics. HUD updates. Hopefully, like, I hope they do, like, a real cleaning of, like, the back end, like, net code oh, and all that. Just that would be nice. clean it up a little. God, that's so crazy. That That is going to happen. Yeah. 2024. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, God. When we're... Oh, God. We're going to start... Live seeing... safely, everyone, so we make it. Yeah. 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 That's true. God. All right. Any plans to sell... Any plans to sell Soken acrylic stands? If possible, I want Yoshida acrylic stand as well. Yoshida says, uh, very reluctant level answer. To be edit. Oh, sorry, this this isn't done. He was basically hesitant in implementing joke level goods because he knows people will be asking for it. And like he said before, joke items don't sell. Don't actually sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone actually made a 360-degree bag with Yoshida's face on it. And he, said he was fine with it as long as they didn't start selling it. So, there you go. This is great. I thought about Mela, of course, when I saw this. Any plans to rerun the Yokai Watch event in the future? Oh, Want weapons it's... for Reaper and Sage? <laughs> yes, yeah, make my efforts invalidated. And again. even more. <laughs> we'll try to ask Hino-san to see if possible. This was Yoshida said. Yeah, so. I mean, it's fine. Just, you know, There are new weapons. Bring back... Um... And there are, new, there are new jobs that don't have weapons. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't mind seeing new weapons for anyway. This is exciting. Someone asked a possible collab with Kingdom Hearts, and Yoshida says he if he wants to do it, he doesn't want it to, to make it just a simple collab, but more of a crossover. But Yoshi P cannot promise anything. They need to look uh. into it first and see if it's possible, but it's not going to be easy. But that means the door is open. It's the most, it's the most open to this question he's ever been. Yes. I, I'm predicting that the, the biggest crossover, right? Right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be because they're like, oh, we can't just put Sora in there. Right, yeah. They're, they're going to make Keyblade Master a new job. That's the crossover. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. That, that's what's going to be. Like, Hell yeah. have come to Eorzea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh like oh god so much they could do with that um so, oh, yeah but you're not going to get any of the like none of the disney stuff's going to be there well, absolutely not well no, no one wants the disney stuff <laughs> no one cares about the disney stuff in kingdom hearts oh, you, you just endure it to get to the that, embarrassing cutscene. that is a very like non kingdom hearts player thing to say as well like what what about the disney stuff like excuse me the disney stuff you know the shit that we like we cringe at but we have to get through just so we can get some story no one cares about the disney yeah. stuff no they shouldn't care about this stuff but it's it's, a, it's it an is, unusual yeah. game kingdom hearts to be is like weird. i i have to suffer through i care this. about the disney stuff and i think some more people care about it than they like to admit but like it's also like the least important the only disney stuff i care about is like goofy and donald and mickey and even saying it makes me feel ashamed. Like even mm. like uttering those words that I care about Goofy and Donald <laughs> and Mickey Mouse. I'm a grown ass <laughs> man. I can't sit here and talk about how I how I care about the story of Donald and Goofy. 
<laughs> what what world am I it's living in? Like, I feel no shame about that. <laughs> I feel ashamed. Important. That, that shames me deeply. Um, all right. Um, we, we're going to have to cut some uh, content here. We can here. probably cut. I think we're going to have to skip Naoki's room. Um, n not a lot happening there. There's a Q&A there, though. Um, Q&A, the first <sighs> question I think is interesting. Okay. Um, so is, uh, this is uh, Hermes' Japanese voice actor. Uh, Matsuoka-san yes. felt that the portrait setting was personally a lot easier to customize prior to the update. And the impression right now he has is that because of the current setup, it's a bit troublesome as a person who does crystal conflict, crystalline conflict. What am I, what did I just read? What was the, what, what did he, he says? He, he, he's saying that cust portrait customization was easier before the full implementation of the system. Okay. Yeah. It's, Good. it's harder to do use it now than. Yoshipi then addresses um, Matsuoka-san's concerns by saying that the system's usefulness, when fully understood and fully used, has mm. become something that only the players who went through the difficulty of understanding it could use, and originally they should have implemented it together with the gear set. It was overly difficult for them to achieve the current convenience of the feature, so they changed it to the current setting, and that was the story behind the current setup. Since... There's currently no copy feature, and how editing each plate feels like a chore, so they're trying to do something about it and update it for patch 6.3. That's positive. I mean, it's still a bad system. Yeah. Because the moment you change one piece of gear, it defaults like usual to the standard pose. Yeah. Nothing yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. Every time I feel like, oh, yeah, I, I got my pose right, I'm going to go into Critical Conflict, there's going to be my instant portrait. Every time it's like, no, you're default yeah. posing. Like, yeah. What did I do wrong this time? Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> let me use a portrait in, in a class I might not be, in gear I might not be, or whatever, or just whatever. Just let me pick what I want it to look like. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's so bizarre. Um, okay, another one from Uchida san. Who's that? Raha's voice actor. Okay. He wants to provide voice for your character, Warrior of Light. You know, the one where you grunt, laugh, and so on? That one. His reason is that it's time to provide some more variation for characters. He especially mentions voices that are more Eastern in style. But whichever it is, he wants more variation in character voices. Oh, yes. A more, a more Eastern grunt. Yoshi P is quite receptive of the idea and thinks it's a good idea to add more voice variations, but is worried about the packet communication that comes with it. The, uh, this will this will uh, shock no one. The current voices that exist in character creation are the ones created following the flow set for Final Fantasy XI. And since the game is meant to be global to begin with, Yoshi P made the request to never make the voices sound too Japanese. That's, That's oddly right. considerate for a Japanese game, I would say. Well, the settings very much yeah, the settings are more Japanese. of a Western fantasy, mm, so it makes sense. It's true. Well, not anymore. Some, there's, there's a lot of Eastern anymore, no. stuff in there yeah. now. Well, that specific, there's a, that's a specific continent. Why can't the people in the East have Eastern grunts, then? Because there are no characters. If your character's from create. the East... None of Why can you not grunt in Japanese? I want, a grunt, I want a Japanese grunt, dude! Fucking give me what I want. I want a Japanese grunt. Eleven didn't allow it. So I can tell that grunt was made in France. I no. will not have it. <laughs> well, none uh, of them were made in France. They're actually all made in Japan. Uh, makes no sense. Western. 
but by, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by Yoshi P is receptive of the idea and having the variation where the voice sounding more Eastern slash Japanese would be a nice addition as well. I don't, okay, you know what? I don't want to know. A hint from Yoshi P, aside from the graphical updates, Yoshi P had also had a meeting about looking into adding variations and customization to character creation and so on, but no promises for now. They are still looking into whether the plan will work or not. And if they do, there might be trade-offs. Since the voice variation wasn't brought up for discussion, Yoshi P will give it a try. I included this because, like, maybe more face play? You're looking at increasing an MMO in 2022 that has more than five face options. Mm. <laughs> I've never... It's crazy. Yeah. All right, well, well, we have to skip the... There was also a quiz, but, I mean, obviously, it's weird to talk about a quiz that has happened, you know, give commentary on something just a nice, yeah, that has concluded. Nice it was a nice quiz from what I've seen. I haven't actually watched it, but it's it looks like it was a lot of fun. The host wears a very interesting shirt with Soken on it. Oh, yes, the cursed Soken shirt. Yeah, I did see that. There's a section where they had... I'll just quickly mention one section. Um, there was a part where they just had to ask... Where Soken's job was to ask, answer questions, he had a list of 10 things about him that his team said they liked about him, and he had to guess what they were. Oh, his right. first guess was that he likes chicken karage. Of course. Which was correct. It was number nine. Number nine? His third guess, which was not on the list, was that his office is close to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, what a quiz. This yeah. Was. Yeah. Uh, we'll wrap up with some tidbits from the Sakaguchi and Yoshi P chat, which was essentially two old men just talking about life. And this, uh, is, this is what I want to be. This is us in 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 forty years. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna sit and, and talk like this. Yeah, they also ate like some meat. Some meat was served. Uh, Only to be horrible looking. Yeah. This is in this is in like thirty years. In third, oh yeah, Sakaguchi. We learned is is only sixty. He's turning yeah, sixty this is sooner than you think. Yeah. We're halfway there. Oh, can't wait! Can't fucking wait. Um, yes. So, uh, Sakaguchi is progressing uh, through Savage. He has finished P7S. So, sixty-year-old man is doing better. Oh, you're getting owned by a fucking yeah. geezer. Yeah. Hey, he's retired. He has uh, all the time in the world. <laughs> our problem is that our raid team list never raids. Like we, yeah. we. we <laughs> We just don't raid. We raid once a week if we're lucky. Yeah. yeah. They're taking yeah. time off their birthday and stuff. Yeah. Like, just... who does that? Who does that? Um, yeah, he's an off tank in the raid. Um, so... Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. More fun being main tank because you're the pro. Yeah. Um, so... He found it insufficient in trying to raid with a normal monitor, so he had to buy an he bought ultra a... wide one. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Wow, he's so uh, dedicated. He's yeah, a, a gamer. Yeah, he is. Uh, he considered trying the game through other means, like using specific controllers. Um, Yoshi P can comment that there, there are, there's one who's using foot pedal type controllers to control their 14 characters. Oh, character. Cool. That's like I don't even understand why, but sure, if you think that's fun, do well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool the kind of people that like set like this is very complicated but i like the idea of people that set up systems so that like when they walk in real life that's like walking in the world mm -hmm. yeah um that okay so this brought this is a weird th tangent that went on that they went on but there was a, there's a player that multi-boxes the game with 24 controllers which he had he he's 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 struck a friendship with lately um 
Which is interesting because um, pretty sure multiboxing is against the terms of service. So th the fact that Sakaguchi just brought that up and Yoshi-P says, oh, he's amazed that there are so many players who plays the game with extremely different methods. And he is aware of the of the guy who, who plays the game. And I love that the translator puts multibox in just to remind us that this is achieved mm -hmm. through multiboxing with 24 controllers and does follow his progress from time to time. Tw that means, I don't know, understand how that even works. It's so it's much expensive. money for for why? Yeah. What are you? I think that's good though challenge. because by the time the first guy's finishes crafting macro and you've just got to the last controller, you can just go straight back to the first controller, set but the macro going. How? How? Okay. The, again, this shows how inconsistent they enforce the terms of service. This is one dude that the producer director knows about. Mm -hmm. He has 24 anyone. illegal, oh well, 23 oh, illegal yeah, accounts uh, multiboxing the game. Why is he allowed to continue? He's funding their fried chicken nights at the yeah. office single handedly. It's weird, just considering no. how like some people lose their account for lesser crimes. Uh, it's well, it's yeah. interesting. Um, it's it's a it's something we we discuss a lot. It's just how how weird the how inconsistent they are in enforcing the terms of service. Um, Sakaguchi talked about his experience playing um, in playing EverQuest, EverQuest, which happens uh, which happened when Eleven was in development, and now he quit SquareSoft halfway through development. Um, halfway through development of Eleven is that sort of that's when he left Square. Interesting. I think so. Hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of like Eleven is sort of the last game that was developed while Sakaguchi was still in mm. Square. So that was his greatest shame for letting that one happen. Yeah, agreed. And then he moved to Hawaii <laughs> for in penance. Yeah. yeah. Famished himself. <laughs> Uh, Sakaguchi is also happy with how the game utilizes the goblin in Shadowbringers, which is the goblin in Yulmore. Sakaguchi is also happy with the how you. Yeah, Sakaguchi is mm. almost also happy with how Yulmore looks like, commenting that it's very Amano-ish in design. Um, and Yoshi P commented that they do pay attention and are careful in trying to bring in eleven, uh, sorry, <laughs> Final Fantasy One elements into the first. Um, and to that, Sakaguchi he doesn't just feel happy, but he feels something fuzzy about how his creations were implemented Aww, in the game. That's sweet. Yeah, that is cute. I mean, you probably remember that this was this is a, a bid. Final Fantasy was like a bid to not go into like bankruptcy. It was like this is the final attempt yeah. of making this company work or this you know, we're making our fantasy game. It's kind of yeah, that's kind of he a mythos. That much. That, but... Yeah. yeah, but like he, he wouldn't have put in like endless amounts of thought into the designs, I don't think. No, no. That it would that has grown to what it is now is probably really yeah. absurd to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um So let's move on. Oh yeah, this I thought this was just funny. They 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 brought up metaverse, which drives me <laughs> metaverse is the most annoying shit that to well, exist. The thing, the thing I don't the like metaverse. about the metaverse. The thing I specifically don't like about the metaverse is we've had essentially the same thing before, and they looked better. Yes, I agree. Yeah, Second Life alone. The, we are, we already have VR chat and fucking yeah. uh, Second Life. It's still fake. And, and it's so annoying that they do. I can here's PlayStation Home looked better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The thing is, they they when so 
um, the alien, uh, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, he he heralded like the metaverse is like the next generation of like this is unlike anything you've ever seen before it looks like if we try to make vr spaces in during the n64 era it looks <laughs> the shading is just there's no shading there's no texturing everything's like flat and smooth and weird and you're like a, it's so bad uh, I just don't understand how they... It's like they hired no graphical artists. No, no. It's weird, well, isn't it? Because then you look at the Microsoft ones, like mm -hmm. their augmented reality stuff, whether you're like collaborating in like a real space, but with people who aren't there. And it's like, that's a great that's use cool. of this technology. You can see the future like uh, potential of that. Yeah. While Metaverse is just like... I don't understand metaverse. See the potential in a metaverse, not just the. Just I mean, not the metaverse. It's just that we've already made better tool. Like we, VR yeah, chat exactly. exists, which is a better yes, tool. And I, I get legendary clothes on it. Probably after not. seeing those fucking Elon Musk texts come out about the Twitter bid shit, mm -hmm. I just think anyone behind any kind of tech company is one insane, two has no clue what they're talking about, mm -hmm. and three just make shit up every yeah. single time <laughs> yeah yeah and especially <laughs> they just say stuff and they think it happens it's true and it's especially annoying for people that play mmos because when metaverse was introduced it was like this is unlike anything you've ever seen before you can sit at home and you can play games the same uh. game with mm. someone else can you imagine can you imagine something like that walking around in a world with real people and then be like, hey, how about we do something together? Let's play a game. Unheard of. Breaking new ground. That's what drives me mad. It's like this MMO erasure that's going on. Um, anyway, that's so, nerd shit. Yeah. Get what, that out of here. <laughs> what's funny is that they start talking about it. They touched on Metaverse. Sakaguchi commented that the whole thing was created mainly based on profit. <laughs> they do say translation will be checked later on. But I mean... It's true. Uh, with mm -hmm. blockchain, Yoshida once again reiterates that such technology will not be implemented in 14 because it doesn't fit. Uh, once... I mean, we already have that anyway with the signatures on your crafted gear. It's, that's... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we already got the blockchain. That's right. <laughs> <It's> money. <laughs> no. Exactly, just like the blockchain. Yeah, right. Once Yoshi P said they won't do it, he wouldn't do it. I don't know. I, I don't know who he refers to in this case, but someone he uh, he as in himself. So once he said he wouldn't do it, he wouldn't do it. Once Yoshida said oh. he wouldn't do it, Yoshida wouldn't do once it. Once he said they they the oh. fourteen team won't do it, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't allow it to happen. Okay, it's still in the once Yoshi P said they won't do it, he wouldn't do it. Okay, those who understand it, understand it. And Yoshi P doesn't find himself able to describe nor discuss metaverse. Speaking briefly about blockchain, Mr. NFT was there at the start of the 14-hour stream. And he was there for the reveal of that they'd passed the 200... Uh, the 27 million uh, yes. registered users account mm -hmm. and uh, everyone is saying he doesn't look happy and then someone commented us because the the nft market has crashed to the ground yes <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah he's put all of his well what's so fucking it. annoying is that the nft market was crashing into the ground when they announced the nft I ones. Know. like what a fucking idiot yes. um 
Okay, so, um, at the end, Yoshi P apologized that the segment was mostly two old men talking and then commented on how life could be wonderful <laughs> and good things can happen if one keeps living. <laughs> That's something to remember. So, that, there you go. Um, and that, essentially, yeah. is the 14-hour stream, in a nutshell. Um, and all, don't forget that that's what Foxclan looked like throughout all of it. Hey, it looks like a little creature. Yeah. <laughs> if anything ends up being translated as particularly relevant, we'll cover it next week, but probably only like as a recent event. Yeah. But I think we've covered most. I think if there was any like breaking, I think that would have been translated first and mm -hmm. circulated already. So I think at this point we've we've covered it all. Uh, okay, well, that's it for the main show. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Remember, tomorrow, Spooktober continues. We'll be playing Ghost Watchers. Um, so, scary times ahead. Um, if you're watching live, speakersxiv.com slash mogmail. That's important. We do need mogmails. So if you have any thoughts about the what you've just heard about the live letter or the 14-hour broadcast, throw it in a mogmail and we'll discuss it next week. All right, that's it. Uh, remember, to if you're watching live, the post-show is coming up. Very short post-show with questions from the syndicate. Thankfully, there was only mm -hmm. two questions. So um, mm -hmm. remember to follow on Twitter at speakersxv, twitch.tv slash speakersofpilot, and youtube.com slash speakersxv, exclamation discord and chat if you're watching on demand. Links in the description. Um, yeah, like I said, mogmail, speakersxv.com slash mogmail, and we'll be uh, going into the post-show after this if you're watching live. All right, see you next week or tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Heidelin, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv, or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.